What's up? It's George Wilborn, the stress reliever, and you're listening to Wilborn's World. My first podcast, I'm the stress reliever, George Wilborn. Here with me to my left is uh, my co-host and uh, <laughs> counterpart, Breon. I think Goodson is his real name, but every podcast we'll be naming him something that's uh, more conducive of his pigmentation. So, Breon Blackman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Breon Gray, the Nighthawk. <laughs> so, Breon, thank you. Welcome aboard. Um, first sound off. I got to sound off every single show. I'm going to give you things, and it's in my opinion. Opinion. Pretty soon, we all will be identified with the movements mm-hmm. that we're associated with. Speak on that. I mean, it's taking over right now. How you identify what your character is, or what you will or will not stand up for. It started out with what okay, I mean, which was a very needed movement. Obviously, uh-huh. you know, for years and years, women have been victimized, and obviously sure. not just in Hollywood, throughout our society. So why me? After why me? It sparked another movement. Me too. Because the people who were so, you know, inspired by, hey, I didn't have the courage 10 years ago to talk about this, but the why me people have inspired me too. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you know, you're just going to start saying, not now. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? I'm with not now. With not now, my movement is, look, I'm down for it. <laughs> I really am. But not now. Not, not at this time. Not, not right at this, at this moment. <laughs> Another movement is going to be, who, me? Who, me, going to be the guys and women wrongly accused. Right, right, okay. As soon as they're accused of staying out and accusing them, they're going to say, who, me? (laughs) Man, you got me jacked up with somebody else, man. No, you better go ask uh, me, too, because I was, (laughs) who, me? I also think this is going to be a good movement for the freaks. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Who you with? I'm with, why not? Would you like to do this? You know what? Why not? <laughs> I've been a part of this movement. The, the it's one, coming. The the why not one? No. No way. <laughs> <laughs> we all been a part of that movement. You know, I don't care how drunk you been. You look at me, you want me to do what? <laughs> no way. No way. I can't do that one. I cannot. Like, nah, check. And the last one I think is going to catch on eventually is uh, when you try to hold some uh, restraint and some discipline about yourself mm, mm. and have some dignity and you mm-hmm. say, uh, hey, 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 who you with? Uh, I'm with the uh, next time. <laughs> 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 then the people like, I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> but you know what? Next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> that is George Wilborn, in my opinion. I'm George Wilborn. I'm the stress reliever. This is my podcast, and we are talking to a brother and a friend of mine, Art Garfield, and this segment I like to call What You Chewing On? What Are You Reading On? Give us something about Art. Art Garfield, he's a veteran comedian. He's an actor, producer, director, writer, voiceover artist. He's also the mentee of Bill Cosby himself. There's a long list of all his accomplishments. My now. man, take is that really you? Yeah. 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 What the hell? I forgot that I did some of that. Claims that I did. How long you been doing comedy, man? This is alleged. I started in 85, man. Woof, 85? With your boy, with your fellow station mate. Uh, I start with Steve Harvey, but he's one of the first cats I met. Okay. At the Punchline Comedy Club in Montgomery, Alabama. I was going to Alabama State. 
How about that? And what made you turn from comedy to acting to writing books? Come on, George, you know, that's a natural progression for us. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the beautiful thing about what we do. Once we step through that stand-up door, we got so many other doors to choose from. Absolutely. Tell me something about Power Was My Mentor. This is a book that you uh, told me, I know it's 15 some odd years in the making, How America's Favorite TV Dad Helped Me See the Big Picture. Obviously, the TV dad you was referring to is the one and only Bill Cosby. Yes. What is this book about? Get us to the meat of of, of why you He's wrote it. He's shot full of nuts. He's shot Sorry. full of nuts. Sorry. Too soon? I think it's too soon. Too soon. But it's comedy. You know, so nothing's too soon, nothing's off limits. Right. And you've had experiences with him uh, firsthand. And what year did you start working for Cos? I started working with Cosby during the 96, 97 season of his last sitcom called Cosby, which is on CBS. Mm -hmm. And I uh, got a job as the warm-up comedian, Total Fluke. He was on David Letterman one night talking about he's coming back to TV and he's taping a new show. And first thing that came to my mind, because I'm from New York, um, I was like, if he's coming back, he's shooting that show in Queens, which is right over the bridge from where I live, and I'm going to go over there and see what's up. And that's exactly what I did. I literally walked into that job. I showed up, and they said they were looking for a warm-up because the guy who they had on the show was one of Cosby's old Philadelphia buddies, old, old, old cat. Mm -hmm. And Cosby did him a favor. Oh, he did himself a favor at the same time. So let me get this guy on stage, let him fail, and I got that favor out of the way. It was that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So mm -hmm. when I showed up, they was like, really, can, when, 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 when can you start? You know, because I worked on Malcolm Jamal Warner's uh, sitcom that he got after he finished Cosby Show. Okay, because a couple of them got um, uh, spinoffs or attempted uh, show attempted. deals uh, after Cosby. So fast forward a little bit. I read somewhere in here that you pitched a show or you pitched an episode that or something. That was further on down the line. After I refused the firing, they fired me. But I kept coming back because during that one-on-one -on -one <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. So you was the dude who they fire you and you come back the next day yes. anyway? Yes. Like they didn't me. even fire you? Like they didn't say nothing? Hence the title of this book, How America's Favorite TV Dad Helped Me See the Big Picture. Mm. He gave me an invitation during that conversation, that one-on-one -on -one that we had. Yeah. He said, listen, I know you're a comedian. I know you work at night. I don't know how your days are, but I welcome you to come and watch the process of this show. This was after you got fired? No, no. This is before I got fired. <laughs> this is probably the reason why I got fired. And... He goes, Spielberg is not going to let some black kid come and watch what he does. But I welcome you to come and watch our process. And, it, and, and if I was you, I'd take advantage of it because you'll probably never see a show being done by people who are successful at it. And from that day on, I started coming in every day. Mm -hmm. And that's when people hired me, producers who hired me, like, what the hell is he doing here? Why, is he, why, why are you in the writer's meeting? Because <laughs> I, I just showed up. Mm -hmm. And then they fired me. And I never mentioned me getting fired to him. I never brought it up. Mm -hmm. I was hurt. I was like, damn, this is close. I was right for Cosby. You know? And so I never brought it up, but I showed back up. I said, they fired me. Now he got to shot fire me because he gave me an invitation to come and watch the process. So you kept on coming and the and work? And loved it. Let me tell you something. The first day, they tried to bring in the new warm-up comedian during that writer's meeting. Never a warm-up um, comedian during the writer's meeting. They don't have no place there. I'm sitting there. They got the new warm-up comedian, Godfrey. And they couldn't do that because I was there. And when Cosby came in, the first thing he said was the room was packed with the writers, producers, and everybody who needed to be there. He came in. And I was in, in the back of the wall trying to be inconspicuous, trying to be cool. He goes, that's about doing the one quick joke, broke the room up real quick. And next thing he said was, anybody see Garfield? And one of the producers said, it's right there. So right here, sir. He's like, oh, good, good. Give Garfield something to read in this week's script. I'm going from the wall fired guy to sit at the table with the cast reading a role for that wow. week's script. Wow. That's how smooth wow. that dude is. That's incredible. That's so smooth. what do you feel about him now? Fast forward today. Obviously, the allegations, um, countless women have accused him of sexually... I don't, I, don't, um, I don't buy coffee from blacks. This is how I feel about allegations. If 149 women 
went on the air, went public and said, you know, Art Garfield is the greatest lover. He's satisfying. He does nothing he does wrong. But I tell the public, no, I'm a jerk. But I got 149 women claiming that I'm this best love and everything. George, what do I got to do? First of all, I, I you got have to go to, with the public opinion, first of all, you're asking, I got to go with these you're girls, asking these girls us say. To I got think, to go with me being the greatest lover and Mr. Satisfaction. But, but you're asking I us. I am the stress believer. <laughs> you're asking us to, to believe something that's totally unrealistic. There's no, <laughs> oh, there's no way. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, man. Can we use a lifeline? Can we use a lifeline? <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate you, man. I think you've got a great book. Book, man, um, the book is really a great read, George. I, I, I think it's a great read. It, it's an easy read. I think it's an informative read. I've learned some stuff about you, about Mr. Cosby, about the process. I think it's something that people none of, should. None of which I talked about. No, no, but that's all right. I think we should get out there. I think you should read it. The power was my mentor. You can go a to book. Amazon and just dial it up. My man. I was my mentor. Well, I'm going to keep chewing on this book. I think you guys should do the same thing. Sure. Thanks, Art, man. Much Thank love you, to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You got it, bro. Wilborn's World. I'm the stress reliever, George Wilborn. And it is time for one of my favorite features on the podcast. This is Call a Celebrity. Yeah, the yeah. Wheel of Fame. The Wheel of Fame, the baby. Wheel so what we're going to do, yeah. we're going to roll the wheel. Whoever the wheel stops on, we will right. call them from my personal phone right here. And you will get a chance to ask your favorite comedian who is happy to be Earthquake! Hey, earthquake! Right, earthquake, let me dial his number right now. Earthquake, let's see. George? Yo, what up, Quake? Thanks for picking up for me, man. I'm actually doing my podcast, Wilborn's World, and I'm doing a feature where I just call my friends randomly and hope that y'all last pick up. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you uh, so much. I knew you were calling me for some goddamn work, George. I didn't <laughs> Hey, for, man. For work, nigga, this is a number for us to be kicking in. I know. And I feel bad kind of about it. First of all, you know, I'm living in your hometown of D.C., man, trying to hold it down and keep your people, you know, uplifted and full of stress-free laughter. But, man, I'm going to tell you, you are all over the place, man. Tell us what Quake is up to, what you've been doing. I know you're on the road, what you're working on. We need to know. Well, to speak of my hometown, I'm um, shooting my pilot for my... Uh TV show that's going to be based in Washington, D.C. We're going to be doing that on the first week of uh, June, so we're going to be doing casting calls for that. I'm also going to get back on the radio like you are, uh, have my own radio show. Whoa. This time it's going to be on satellite radio. Nice. And thirdly, I'm out here recruiting these young women that you know all these uh, brothers out here done been neglected. <laughs> you come on the other side. It's up to brothers such as me, full heterosexual, to pick up the, the slack that's been lacking for my black women out here. So the reason why I'm not married, I just cannot give myself up to just someone. So I have to sit here and make sure sisters be able to go out and have a good night, a meal, and, and be able to have a man beside them. And, and for the evening. All my sisters have a man of their own. I will continue to spread myself in <laughs> to help the population. Well, you always That's been willing to do your part to help the community, brother. That is yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, the black women are the most important. They've been carrying the race for years. Yes, they have. It's up to us heterosexual black men <laughs> to get back in here, roll our sleeves up, and make sure these sisters have apple 
attention and, you know, able to have a man in their life. Well, man. Like every kid supposed to have a toy on Christmas. Yes, sir. Every woman supposed to have a man. Under the tree. <laughs> Under the tree. Congratulations on all you're doing, on the new TV show, man, obviously on all the, the touring that you're doing. If it's anything that you ever need that I can help you with, you already know, bro. I'm just so proud of you, so happy to call you my friend and, and my colleague, and God bless you in everything that you're doing. Well, the feelings are mutual, man. We couldn't have a better person, ambassador from Chicago in my great city of Washington, D.C. George, you have always been a friend of mine. And like George Wallace, say the other George, I love you and ain't a damn thing you can do about it. My man, luckily for me and you, ain't nothing I'm trying to do about it. Thanks so much. Earthquake, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, my brother. Yes. The one and only. Thank you, Quake. I'll talk to you soon, bro. All right, man. Love. This is George Wilborn. Thanks for listening to Wilborn's World. Follow me at Wilborn's World on my Twitter and Instagram and follow me at AURN.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Wilborn's World on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review. I'm the stress reliever George Wilborn at AURN.com.